Hello humans, hello humans. It's about nine-ish in the morning on the 29th. I'm uh, heading inland. Gotta go do my chores, pick stuff up, make some arrangements to um, get some items. We're getting a little bit closer to having, uh, or to starting in on the actual building process. Had a bunch of trees taken down and property cleaned up. Of course, unfortunately, we didn't get the trees that um, the wind decided to knock down and use to destroy part of my fence. <laughs> so, damn, wish we'd seen those before the windstorm on Saturday. Anyway, uh, we've had like, uh, I think we're about a tenth of an inch away from uh, 15 inches of rain in this uh, episode, which would be like, um, I think maybe from the 3rd or 4th of November. So basically like almost two months, we've had 15 inches of rain. We'll get a lot more of this um, in January. So we'll probably get as much in January as we've had uh, so far. In this winter, I mean. So gonna be interesting here. Lots of um, weather to look at. Uh, okay, so I had been asked by uh, Rafi uh, Faber uh, out of Israel uh, to chat with him. Um, I had thought that he wanted to uh, discuss the, um, uh, the Elohim issues, right? And uh, I'm not really inclined to speak with Israelis uh, with all the genocide shit going on and them killing all the Palestinians and the uh, truly evil things that the um, uh, that are being shown about the Israelis <laughs> and the Jews, right? A lot of Jews are all for killing the Palestinians. So a lot of these individuals, in my opinion, are um, cultists, right? So um, uh, I think of all of Judaism as a giant cult that uh, was created by the Stockholm Syndrome of 2,000 years uh, of space alien abuse. And so I had thought that Rafi wanted to discuss that. And I was willing to discuss it with him, right? That's a hard thing to go through, is to understand and, and examine uh, your lineage and the crimes of your ancestors, right? And the stupidity of your ancestors that got you where you're at. Um, in my own way, I've been through that. Uh, that um, uh, crisis of identity stuff. And it can take years to work through. And so I thought Rafi was on the uh, cusp and he wanted to go into it a bit. The, I've spoken to him in the past, like, I don't know, maybe it was a year, year and a half ago, something, sometime in the past. There's been so much going on, I'd have to actually sit down and, and go through my memory to try and figure out when that was or go look it up, right? So we did a video and all of that. And so I thought he wanted to go into that kind of stuff. And it's like, well... You know, I don't really want to talk with any Israelis uh, at the moment, uh, but I would do so because um, I'd spoken with Rafi in the past, and I knew him to be a an adherent of the uh, cult. So um, uh, he's pretty wise about uh, money stuff, financial stuff, uh, but in general may not be that wise as a as a human being. So he contacts me. Um, via Twitter. Now, let me go back and say I used to follow him, 
and I followed uh, some other people on Twitter, and I unfollowed them specifically so that I would not create any um, problems for them with all of my uh, anti-Elohim worship cult stuff, right? I just didn't want any blowback on those people I knew to be Jews or Israelis that I associated with in the past. <coughs> so, you know, it wouldn't be fair to them, right? Anyway, so um, uh, I I wasn't easy to contact. It wasn't easy for him to contact me. I get in contact with him, and I discover he wants to talk about silver. And it's like, okay, uh, you know, not that far away from you, several hundred miles away from you. Uh, your country is destroying and, and carrying out a genocide and you want to talk to me about silver? I don't think so. I thought he wanted to talk about the Elohim. And he says, oh, well, well we can talk about the space aliens. And it's like, okay, dude, you don't really grasp it, I think. Okay, so I don't think... He, so he's truly a member of the cult. Previous time I talked to him, he is under the assumption that I agreed with him that the Jews are the chosen ones. And I just let it pass, right? This is before Israel popped off, and there was just no point in getting um, getting into it then. Your timing is everything. So I've held this view, view about um, Judaism for, I don't know, since the 90s. So early 90s, maybe even late 80s. Uh, so... Um, but it's not appropriate to discuss it unless people are willing to hear it, right? And no one would have been willing to hear it under the circumstances that had existed prior to uh, our current situation. So anyway, um, uh, I didn't want to get into silver with him and just told him, I don't want to talk about silver. And he says, oh, well, we can, we can spend half the time talking about silver and half the time talking about space aliens. And then I, then I kind of had to tell him in, in a very blunt way, look, dude, you don't grok it, right? If, if all of the people on the earth come to understand that the Jews were chosen not by a god, but by one of your gods who is a space alien, none of the rest of us are going to cut you any slack. And so I, I pointed to him, you know, not only is your government doing uh, genocide, but I personally think that you, as an Israeli are uh, illegally occupying uh, Palestinian lands. And I've seen what the settlers, the Israeli settlers did uh, in evicting the uh, Palestinians from homes that they stole. And I'm not for this. I don't want to support this in any way. So basically, you know, okay, Rafi, you're sort of an okay guy, uh, but you're an Israeli. And on top of that, you're a Elohim worship cultist, right? He thinks the Elohims are gods and that they actually chose the Jews. He doesn't see them as space aliens. So it's like, well, we don't have a whole lot to discuss. So I'm not going to talk, be talking with, with Rafi. Um, you know, it's just, a, it's just a hell of a situation, guys. Uh, when we model this shit in AI, when we go through to the trouble, uh, I've got a uh, prompt um, that um, we can put into AI. I think it runs like maybe 10 pages, like um, like maybe 5,000 words or more. Uh, have to go and look. Anyway, um, when we do this, uh, the AI comes back and says um, that the activity here on Earth 
as we go through this uh, great awakening uh, is likely to curtail and make people, because of awareness, is likely to curtail the ability to um, uh, kidnap and abduct humans at all levels. And so human traffic trafficking will be reduced. And since it is reduced, um, the Elohim, who are the end users of all these uh, abducted humans, will get very upset because their food supply is going to be curtailed. Now, this is where it gets really, really sort of weird. Okay, so it gets even weirder than usual if you get down into some of these trails, some of these um, uh, rabbit holes. <coughs> okay, so there are machines that are made by the same company that will extract blood for uh, uses in medicine. You know, uh, they take your blood cells and they scrub them or whatever and put them back into you, or they they take the plasma and give you the blood cells back, all of that, right? Those machines that do that are made by this this company, and that company also is involved with making of the machines that uh, deal with blood in abattoirs, in, you know, handling beef and pork and all of this, right? And so I have looked, and uh, they we are manufacturing and purchasing um, supplies for nine times the amount of, of these um, blood handling machines than are existent in our industrial order. Indust so we're making supplies nine times faster than supposedly the, the amount of machines that, that we've sold, that, are, that are, are sold and in use. So somewhere there is a very large blood processing um, operation using up these supplies. So that makes one think, oh, hmm, maybe there's a hidden um, blood handling, uh, human blood handling system here on Earth. Okay. And uh, maybe that, uh, uh, and we know that that system is going full bore because the supplies are being manufactured at a rate that is excessive to the actual, or to the number of uh, machines that have been um, uh, allowed to show up in the um, uh, our industrial processing uh, kind of statistics. And so that sort of like begs the question, who's doing what with all these blood machines? Okay, so there's that, right? So we, I found that. I, I'm pretty good at that. All right, so one of these old farts that I deal with um, uh, had brought to all of our attention that this particular rumor, okay, so, um, all right, how do I get into this? Uh, okay, so this particular rumor says that there is a, a Jewish-owned, Jewish-created, and hidden by the Jews um, operation in, uh, in Ukraine um, that was uh, creating a blood product out of human blood okay now we don't i don't think that this is adrenochrome the discussions that the language that we have around this um uh you know in the rumor uh, stage and all of the conspiracy theories and so on about this operation would seem to suggest that there's some other aspect of human blood uh, that was being extracted or whatever, processed in some way or whatever, right? So, and no, um, there's, uh, while there is indeed a 
blood product um, market and industry for weird blood products to go to uh, the, um, you know, like the Jewish Hollywood celebrities, right? All of these kind of people that use ritual blood. Okay, so there is that, but there's also a, um, uh, and there's also a small amount of this this blood product that you can actually trace that goes to, um, like I say, the celebrities, right? They're keeping themselves young with it or whatever, right? But the majority of it doesn't show up there. The amount that we can find uh, being legitimately sold and so on is nowhere near uh, the volume that would be produced by these machines that we can see that indeed there are supplies for. So uh, this is... Um, you know, there's just a big mystery there. What's going on with all this this blood machinery and what's it actually doing? And then why are they, you know, there used to be a, uh, before the Russians took it out, there was a um, whole industry of moving frozen blood into the Ukraine. And it didn't come back out. It wasn't like being recirculated back to Red Cross or any of that kind of shit. We don't know what the fuck was going on with it. Uh, but it's disappearing. We do know that they are taking, that in Ukraine, they were taking um, human uh, baby flesh, and I won't go into the details there, and they were drying it, okay? This, this human baby flesh was dried and powdered, and it's put into all kinds of products. Um, so, uh, and those products we can trace to a certain extent. Again, though, a lot of that um, poundage is not showing up in the uh, end users here in uh, on Earth. Okay, so uh, so there was that. Anyway, so anyway, the um, all right. So we know. Okay, so I know because of my uh, contacts with these uh, expat Americans and expat Brits who happen to be living in Russia. And I'm not going to go into any of that because I don't want to cause them any problems because the Russian government's getting a little wonky on things, a little tight on things. But anyway, I know, uh, so we all know that the uh, Russian textbooks for their uh, 11th grade, so the grade before they graduate from high school, the textbooks for history show that the Democrats, the Russian textbooks show that the Democrats stole the election from Trump. I mean, it's printed out there, there's facts, there's all, uh, you know, a lot of the sporting evidence and so on, right? Uh, and so this has caused something of a kerfuffle uh, within the uh, uh, mainstream media. It's going to get a lot worse. Now, uh, I'm told that shortly we will start seeing um, uh, Russian history books and um, these kind of uh, officialdom sort of publications discuss the Elohim worship cult as a cult of space alien worshipers. So the Russians are going to come on out and they're going to have history books that say Judaism is a cult based around the worship of space aliens like Scientology, like Ra'el, like all of these kind of guys, right? Like all of these weird-ass little cults that worship space aliens, that's all Judaism is. And so the Russians uh, are preparing, or have prepared, it's in their, it's in their, the process of being published, and this shit's going to come out in textbooks for kids. So like, you know, primary school. So they're going to start being instructed at a very young age that uh, Judaism is not a religion. 
It is a cult. And beyond that, it is a cult. I don't know that they're going to get into the Stockholm um, syndrome kind of shit that I've been getting into, but the Russians are going to clearly state that this cult has an, a very, the Elohim worship cult has a very evil core that is, that is anti-human and is intent on harvesting humanity. And so we're going to be able to get out and just discuss this shit, right? Uh, so, so anyway, also, these textbooks are being translated into other languages than Russian. So they're actually being purchased by other countries in the Russian sphere of influence uh, for their populations, printed in their languages. So this could be really cool. Uh, you know, the Elohim worship cult comes out into the open. We're going to be able to, to start talking about this shit. Hang on a second. There we go. Um, I've got a uh, logging truck here ahead of me. Uh, he's got a uh, trailer on the back of it, so he's probably got, I don't know, maybe 50,000, 60,000 pounds of logs on it. Uh, the roads are wet. Uh, we've got uh, a light rain. Uh, we had heavy rain a little while ago, but so the roads are like, uh, you know, slippery in the sense they've got a coating of water, and this guy's trailer is swinging around as we go around on these hills. If it swings around too much, you can take out some of the opposing uh, traffic. That shit happens here uh, more frequently than you would, uh, than anybody would want. That the the logging trucks, in order to get moving, they have to have a certain amount of speed on them. There's a lot of hills here. We're basically going through foothills for me to get from the coast inland. Uh, it would add another 46 miles for me to take the other route and go down along the coast and go the flat route, right? So we go through the hills here. Uh, but anyway, and so as they get moving, they can sometimes slide. Sometimes these things will, uh, the trailers will um, slide as they go around the curve so much that the weight will pull the whole truck over and you'll see a, a logging truck, uh, you know, uh, on its side in a ditch. Uh, logs everywhere, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I've had so many trees hauled down, I'm going to have uh, at least two truckloads, probably three, uh, taken off of my property where I had to get some, uh, some trees taken down for my extension. And in the process, we found some way old cedars that were, were rotten. I had a cedar that was um, uh, probably 28 inches or more through the, uh, through the butt of it. And uh, it, was, it was rotten. It was hollow in the middle and being held up by a couple of inches of, of semi-decent wood all the way around. So, uh, and, and it was tall. It would have taken out my gen set, taken out the apartment. It was a big fucker. You know, 100 plus feet high. Um, <laughs> anyway, so just, just what we put up with here. Uh, it's fun, though. I mean, the rains and stuff, just huge storms. 15 inches of rain. And then probably we had, well, we had three and a half inches in the last few days like since uh, Monday, I think. Anyway, and so now we slow down to 20 miles an hour as the logging truck grinds up the hill. Anyway, so uh, so those people that were going to think I was going to talk to Rafi about um, silver are going to be disappointed, you know, and I'm going to talk to Rafi at all. Uh, you know, if he wanted to discuss how he's going to uh, interact and deal with him with his uh, own mentition, uh, around the, um, the Elohim worship cult, sure, I'd help him out, you know. No problem, right? Um, 
but I don't want to talk money. Uh, you know, the whole money system's coming unglued. Uh, it's uh, the Babylonian money system that the Elohim has used to control us all. And, and so it, like, just, just does not uh, anything that's, um, you know, that I'm interested in in general. Uh, you know, anyway, it's easily understood and so on. So, uh, and we're going to get to that point where it's all going to be moot here anyway. Uh, so just going through some of the long-term data. Uh, all right, so now you have to understand, uh, my process used web scraping back when web scraping was not considered a crime. All right, so I don't do that anymore. Um, I have to do an entirely different process that I'm not going to go into because I don't want any uh, potential legal ramifications, right? I'm not doing it for commercial gain or any of that kind of thing. I'm doing it in such a uh, way that is to not injure corporations. So like, for instance, New York Times is suing ChatGPT AI, and they're suing them for using all of their articles to train the fucker. And they have a legitimate right to do so, right? Uh, they used the New York Times resources on Moss without permission, and they used it for commercial gain. So I'm all for the New York Times. And in fact, I could actually set up there and show you how you can prove with ChatGPT's own responses that indeed it was trained primarily on the New York Times because it has, in my opinion, the same fucking woke attitude as the New York Times. And you can see the similarity in language use all throughout it. And I have to fight that shit constantly. So I'm very familiar with it. Anyway, so... I don't want to get, um, I don't want New York Times suing me. I got enough problems. I've won all my own court cases. I just don't need to add any more. So I'm not doing that any anymore that way. However, I did a run looking at dog at long-term uh, data, right? And the, the long-term data for next year uh, extends out, uh, I want to say as far as November, and if we were to take it at face value, because it's very skimpy, so there's no, not a lot of support, there's not a lot of cross links to provide a level of comfort in it, and so I don't have much comfort or confidence in this stuff, but it would appear to show that we're going to get uh, major problems on around the 18th of February, economically and politically, and that these will uh, continue going until May, and that we hit hyperinflation in May. Okay, literally hyperinflation, where the government is printing it out so fast and giving it out to so many people that it's worthless, and you're going to get some dollars and you're going to spend them right that minute and try and get stuff and try and get yourself out of the dollar system because it's crumbling that fast. And so from May until October, we have the basically the failure of the federal government and the uh, failure of our political system. And something happens in October... Um, that's going to cause uh, the entire political system, the United States, to be re-examined, re-seen, uh, visited in a different light. It won't be the same. Okay, so I don't know if we're going to, you know, uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be big, and it may indeed even result in us having an election. Okay, so, but there's going to be so much fucking chaos there that I can't say for sure that an election will happen. I do know that it won't be an election with, like, um, Trump versus Biden. Ain't going to be that kind of way, right? I mean, we're coming into some heavy-duty changes and shit here. And it's it's starting right away. So, no, it's not the crash that Bo Polney or uh, Jay Snip have seen. Not going to happen. 
All right, so Jason may very well be correct. That all, so Joe may be very well correct with his prescient, his dream may be prescient, and we may indeed get all of those prices. Um, and uh, the cryptos may crash, and you know, silver may go down to six dollars each, and uh, you know, an ounce, and so on. However, um, that will be worse than six hundred dollar an ounce silver because there will be no trading, there will be no exchanges, there will be no ability to sell silver. Um, you'll just have to use it to trade for whatever you want, and we won't have um, um, the situation that we have now with the. Um, he wanted me to pass. I can see why, too. Um, <clears throat> we won't have the, the situation we have now with the ability to have a, quote, financial system. And so that's all going to start on the 18th of February. Um, <clears throat> we'll start seeing things develop. I'm not saying we're going to have a crash then. I think we're going to have crack up boom. Okay, so I think it's going to be the opposite of what Volpolny is, uh, is saying or what Joe is saying. So there, as far as Joe is concerned... He's not using any, uh, you know, evil Elohim worship cult uh, genocide uh, from ancient times in order to prophesy uh, financial gain, right? Joe is just saying he had a dream and these were the prices. And I can see those prices, but they wouldn't show up until probably uh, September or October uh, when the financial system is totally bluey, where it's totally crashed. Uh, you know, there's no government, there's no Federal Reserve, there's no issuing money, there's no banks. Uh, there's probably no telephone service in most places, uh, all of this kind of thing, right? Because there's no corporations to do it. There's no one to maintain it. Uh, no one's getting paid to go and fix the uh, internet cable lines when they break, that sort of thing. And so those prices would be, quote, uh, would be available if you could actually, you know, trade and do something with them, right? Because people will be uh, reduced uh, seriously down to that level. Now, this is only one of the huge, giant fucking shocks that we're going to be going through uh, this coming year. Um, it's going to start, like, in a couple of days here. I mean, just as soon as we get into the new year, shit's going to be popping off. Um, I expect that there will be happenings um, or happenings on uh, uh, January 1, 2, and 3. And then uh, we'll keep having all kinds of weird-ass shit. And then on the 18th of February, we get hit by something that lasts for a few weeks. Um, uh, but even then, even as it's fading, we're getting into the real problems that are going to beset us in uh, March and April. These problems will result uh, or will be part of the hyper novelty. They will be contributing to that. And this is just going to be all this period of time where, um, you know, there is no religion at the core of Judaism. That affects Christianity, that affects Islam. All three of the Abrahamic religions are all involved in worshiping space aliens. This is going to have to, all the Christians are going to have to face this. Um, Christianity will be attacked internally uh, by this knowledge. And it's going to get even worse because as we go through the summer, those parts of the society that are still functioning, which may be the military, will will start coming out and saying, guys, we've got a real alien problem on the moon. And that that real alien problem on the moon is getting very active and we're getting really scared about this. We're getting very upset about this. And then they'll say, you know, um, we've had X number of, you know, or X percentage of increase of UFO sightings and incidents. We're going to have incidents with UFOs that will cause problems for humans doing shit. 
airplanes, trains, planes, boats, that kind of thing, right? Um, so it's going to be a really, well, really uh, stressful and very strange uh, year. And yeah, we're going to have the, um, you know, the civil war here in the United States as the population picks up arms and starts shooting people. Now, in my data, going back as far as 2006, uh, were uh, descriptions of whole subdivisions, 100% Jewish, whole subdivisions of Jews in upstate New York that will be uh, surrounded in the uh, battles that are going on. People, vast quantities of people will walk, drive, or whatever the fuck uh, from these uh, from the battles in New York City and stuff, and they'll head on up into the upstate New York area, and these subdivisions are going to be burned to the ground. People slaughtered, you know, reports coming out, 150 people killed, you know, uh, you know, 2,000 missing, that kind of thing. Um, this could have happened uh, unless we do things, unless we make certain changes, this is a sort of a for sure kind of a situation that's developing. Uh, this is because uh, we necessarily have to face uh, the Elohim worship cult at the core of the Abrahamic religions. And so basically, you know, there's no validity to Judaism as a religion. It is a cult. Same thing is true with Christianity and same thing is true with Islam. And uh, we're going to be dealing with those because we're going to have to be dealing with the, quote, gods uh, that... Um, caused these cults to exist anyway in the beginning as a result of this Stockholm Syndrome stuff. Uh, 2,000 years of abuse by these fuckers, you know, and you get a few patterns in your social order that are hard to shake. And we're going to have to face them this year. So anyway, so uh, long and involved, but, uh, you know, um, probably hyperinflation in the sense of real panic to spend uh, hitting us in May. And so that, that will be the end of the dollar, and that starts a five-month countdown. And so by October, the government will collapse uh, because no one will work for them, right? You know, uh, why should you go work for the Democrats, put your life at risk, uh, faking votes and doing all of their uh, vote rigging and stuff when the money that they're paying you for bribes isn't worth having? that does not actually spend. It won't buy you anything. There's no uh, food to buy. There's no goods to buy. The bribery doesn't give you luxury. It doesn't give you surety. And you are putting your life at risk. Uh, we're going to start seeing street justice here in the United States. That, I think, is going to happen in January. Uh, so some of these people in Texas are going to just say, nope, I've had it. You know, you can't uh, rape a kid on the street in my presence. And so we'll have street justice. And once that starts, that's the beginning of it. So keep looking for that once you start hearing the reports of um, uh, this kind of thing happening. Even if they, you know, nominally arrest the guys or try and take them into jail for, uh, you know, killing the child rapist in the street, um, it's not going to matter. Uh, they'll never get them to trial. The majority of them will never go to trial. One or two of them will probably go to trial and they'll be acquitted, even with George Soros um, 
Guys, we're almost at that point now where all of the um, communist captured officialdom paid for by George Soros, blackmailed into it because of pedophile, uh, pedophilic activity, all of these kind of things. We're going to start seeing those fellows um, have rough times, have bad days, like seriously fucking bad days. Again, I think we're into this in January. And then by the 18th of February, something goes on. I don't know what the hell it is, but we have a big spike in building tension language uh, that hits us in a very, very short period of time, like over the course of like a single day. And then we have to sit there and digest the building tension language for a while. And it's going to be um, really rough on us. Okay, guys, I'm here now, and I'll come up, hopefully come up with something else a little bit more pleasant to consider when I... <laughs> go back out toward to the coast. All right. Okay. Talk to you guys later.